everyone. Welcome to Trust the Trail. We are your outdoor guides, Ariane Petrucci and Scott James. This is episode 144, Common Sense Prevails. On this episode, we discuss the overestimation of physical ability to the difficulties of the trail. Blindsided by our desires for reward and need to partake in the novelty, a new culture of backpacking has developed in taking the preparations out of the mix. Is social media making backpacking safer or more dangerous? You can join in on this discussion on our Facebook group page. Just go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash trust the trail podcast and get talking about this topic in particular. Come hang out with us and be part of our family. So Ariane and I are both um, sicker than dogs. (laughs) You could probably hear it in a raspy voice. I feel like we should do like another podcast called, you know, Podcast After Dark with a raspy <laughs> with a raspy voice. Um, Trust the trail after dark. <laughs> after dark, um, but yeah, we're we're completely fighting cold. So excuse our raspy voice and the occasional sniffle. Um, and no, we do not have the corona. It's just a simple cold. <laughs> So you had to bring it in. I think we're I think we're okay. So we have some exciting news. Guess who we talked to this week? We talked to the Grand Canyon National Park Ranger District. Actually spoke to human beings. And we have some uh, we have some dates that we'd like to share that we will be posting very soon on our website, trustthetrailpodcast.com. And it looks like we are heading off into the Grand Canyon. The latter part of, I would say like the, the latter part of uh, the week of the 17th yeah. of May. Yep. And uh, the following week. So those that's our area right there. So the week of the 17th, start looking at your calendar so you can come backpacking in the Grand Canyon with us. So... Um, and which is ironic because this week I will be in Arizona, so uh, it it all it's all coming together. So I'm <laughs> I'm hoping I can start putting some stuff together while I'm out there. Um, I'm actually going to be right next door to the Sycamore Wilderness Canyon. I know I'm so envious. One of my favorite all time trails. I'm going to be uh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm out there visiting my dad, uh, but I'm going to be uh, doing some hiking and backpacking out there. So if anybody's in the Sedona cottonwood or clarkdale area um you know message me and um i'll take you out on a beautiful trail called the parsons trail which has a natural spring out there we've we've spoken about it before we have spoken yep absolutely and um i'm not going to say that uh well we will be doing any skinny dipping but the parsons trail (laughs) certainly does offer that opportunity for those who would like to partake it's a very beautiful trail it's it's very it's a very oasis like in the desert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah. very uh, that that is that type of beauty yeah. uh, uh, on the trail. So um, so yeah, Grand Canyon the week of the uh, May seventeenth. Uh, that looks like that's a go and that's a green light. We're putting details together now. So keep going to our events page on trustwithtrailpodcast.com. and um, yeah, very very uh, super excited. It's an Arizona kind of week. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, it's funny because not only did 
the Grand Canyon preparations start us like really thinking about this topic, but you know, other things that have been surfacing have really kind of driven this mindset of you know, people, our culture, uh, it's very easy to overestimate our own physical abilities um, and underestimate the difficulty of the terrain and the terrain that we're about to partake in, whether it's, you know, by group effort or whether or not you just get, decide you just want to get up off the couch and go go hiking. It's a very real thing, and it's a real discussion that we really want to talk about. I know it has come, you know, there have been a lot of discussions about this recent tragedy um, at the beginning of the Appalachian Trail. There was a death recently on the trail. Uh, We posted about it. There was a little bit of conversation. You know, there's still an open investigation, so we don't really want to go into the topic itself, but it was very eye-opening uh, since that tragedy occurred, there have been several others in the limelight. Um, and it's a real topic of conversation to talk about. The, uh, you know, overestimation due to the underestimation. Well, what made me a little upset about this one, and I will say it, 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 made, me, it made me upset. Um, lately, and when I say lately, I'll, I'll say specifically uh, since we started this podcast about three years ago. Um, I have seen a dramatic increase in search and rescue. Uh, and it's, it's, it's not making me feel better. Um, and I'm really concerned about it. Um, as uh, So I'll, I'll share the story. And I don't think I've shared this on in this podcast before. But um, the same area where this gentleman uh, was hiking... Um, it was about five years ago now, um, by happenstance, by sheer luck, I was driving deep into the Georgia mountains on these forest roads. And um, there's a part of where the uh, a- Appalachian Trail approach trail crosses these forest roads several, several times. And um, I was driving back there because I just was exploring. No reason to be back there, just exploring. And I uh, ran across two women that were distressed. And um, one of the uh, ladies was having a diabetic issue um, and clearly needed help. And when I saw them at first, it was clear that their backpacks did not fit them, that they were way too heavy, and... Uh, they were never going to make their destination. Um, and they were there because they were looking for a shortcut. Um, this was almost the same exact location where this gentleman, um, it was right, it's right off this, the same trail, where this gentleman passed away a few weeks ago. And I put him in the car and I, I drove him back down into the, uh, the visitor center. Um, and where they were hiking to, there was no even need for a backpack. It was a lodge. They're hiking to, uh, the lodge provides everything for them. So they didn't really, you really need even have backpacks on. But their backpacks didn't fit. They're too heavy. And when I asked them a little bit more about why they were there, they had mentioned, well, they were with a hiking club. They were late. The hiking club left and didn't wait for them to get there. 
And it raises concerns about some of these um, groups, the you know social media, what are expectations when we put hiking groups together and clubs, and uh, you know uh, we're going to talk a little bit about YouTube in a little bit, and it really it really kind of you know is making me aware that you know why are these why are why are we going out there? Is it because we want to um, partake in nature and and really connect with the trail, or is it there? Are we out there because um, it's a popular thing to do, or we're going to meet people? Um, you know, it, it's a social thing to meet people on the trail, or are we going because we want to start a YouTube channel and have? you know, hundreds of thousands of views and make money. And if that's the case, then why are you making YouTube videos and are YouTube videos then sincere? <laughs> you know, like what do we what do we believe? Um, and so that's kind of what we want to talk a little bit about because it's kind of aggravating me a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a uh, major topic of conversation around the... Uh, um, I'd say dinner table, but it's more like a coffee table. Yeah, we don't have a dinner table. <laughs> uh, topic of conversation around the coffee table. Uh, it, and and the more we discussed it, you know, I, I wish we could have had all these discussions recorded, but the more we discussed it, the more in depth we continued on with these, these topics of conversation. And before we dive into the meat and potatoes of, 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 of our, our culture of backpacking these days, there's this mindset and it's not not everybody has this mindset but there's this over you know overdeveloped mindset where you can go from a very sedid sedentary life you know one where you're not actively involved in this into these trails or into you know the storybook image of of what others cr are creating from social media and we all fall subject to it in one shape or another, uh, whether it's a trail or something else. We all go for that discovery. Um, you know, we, we go to partake in that novelty aspect. We need the desire for ourselves. And yet we go from, from stationary to jumping right into this mindset of, oh, I'm going to do this. It's achievable. And, you know, our body is, is un able to do that and we it takes the preparation the physical aspects and the physical preparation immediately out of the mix it says you don't need to be physically prepared this is doable well i think but i think the facade is that deep in our minds we know we need to be physically um capable to do it but what i hear a lot um what i hear a lot and you know, we're not picking on the Appalachian Trail specifically, um, but I hear this even with the John Muir Trail, and I hear this with uh, the Pacific Crest Trail a little bit, not as much, um, well, any, because any Pacific the Pacific Crest Trail does give you time to actually acclimate your body. That is one trail that will give you time to do. The Appalachian Trail is not like that. It's, it's unforgiving when it comes to adaptability in your body. Um, but I, I hear, well, I'll get in shape while I'm on the trail. That's what I hear the most. Well, the trail will get me in shape. No, the trail is going to kick your ass. <laughs> That's what the truth is. And the trails that, you know, 
um, there's a reason why, um, you, you know, it's like, you know, it's like getting up off the chair and say, you know, today I'm going to run a 24-mile marathon. And, you know, everyone applauds the effort of, 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 of a person doing that. And everyone applauds the effort of, of saying, you know, I, I'm going to try to do it. Effort applauded, A+. But the fact of the matter is, is that your body has no idea what you're doing. Your, your body has no idea that, you know, you're basically your body's going, why? Why are you doing this right now? Why? <laughs> I don't have time to recover. <laughs> I don't even know what you're doing. I don't even know how to process all of the endorphins, the chemistry, you know, my, uh, my blood pressure, my heart rate. Your body doesn't know what you're doing. It's an extreme amount of physical exertion. It's an extreme amount of physical exertion. Now put, um, and I'm, I'll give everybody the benefit of the doubt here. Now put a thirty-five pound back backpack on, and then run it uphill mm-hmm. in yeah. in a mountain terrain with roots and rocks and mud, and you know, in in maybe cold conditions. Now your body is not even asking you what you're doing. Your body is shutting down, saying. Oh, the hell with this. <laughs> and I, I think that's the that's a real um, that's a real topic of, of conversation to have for people that you know and, and you know I applaud people um, getting off the couch. Hell, Ariane did it a couple years ago. But you know, Ariane has years of backpacking experience. You know, we have years of backpacking experience. So you know, when we hit the trail, we have an understanding of you know, a little bit as far as what our bodies are going to go through, good or bad. But I think what I don't like uh, around social media is the fact that I think, and and I'm worried that people are, are going out and experiencing nature because of what they want to post and why they're going to post it. And what is what is the real motive to go out there. And I hope and pray to God, it's not because you want to be a YouTube celebrity or you want to be an Instagram celebrity. Um, I hope that's not the case. But I see more and more and more. You know, um, I, I hate setting, I, I don't want to set anything out I, or anybody out. But uh, a few years ago, um, this was probably, um, I'd say five years ago now, uh, we were doing trail magic on the Appalachian Trail, and I met a bunch of uh, uh, hikers. And there was a new website out; it's very popular that deals with the Appalachian Trail a lot. They have a podcast. I'm not going to mention their name, but when I was asking them, you know, like, oh, you know, like what, you know, like, you know, like, um, how can I follow you? And they were mentioning this one website. No, oh, I'm a writer for them. I'm a writer. I'm a. I'm a. I, I, I write for them. And it almost seemed like, you know, like they were more, it was more important for them to write and video and take photographs of their experience than worrying about finishing the trail. And that's become exponentially more, um, it, it, that's exponentially more now than it was five years ago. Well, social media, <clears throat> social media in general, and all the different platforms of social media um, have really been driving a brand new culture uh, of the sport of backpacking. The same for any sport out there, uh, for anything. It's, it's a driving force to develop the culture 
that is now starting to exist or has been existing on the trail for years? Well, you know, I, I think it, it, I don't know what's driving what now. I mean, I used to think that, you know, we were all trying to connect with nature a lot more and we're trying to get away from the crowds. You know, like when I go out in the wilderness, I'm not looking to find, you know, um, I'm not looking to find a crowd of people, you know, because if I wanted a crowd of people, I'd go, you know, into my local, uh, you know, city and, and, you know, go to a beer fest 2020, I guess. But it seems like when I, I'm, I'm listening to some of these podcasts and I'm watching some of these videos, that's exactly why people are going out in the backcountry. You know, we just did a, a podcast a few weeks ago about the guy that was trying to go out in the wilderness to get alone time and he thought it was a frat party out right. there. Right. That is not why we should be going out there. And it concerns me then when I start seeing more search and rescue um, information. You know, there's another couple in California. They went out for a day hike. They were a week. They, they thought they were dead. They luckily they're, you know, they, they, they made it alive, but they went out completely unprepared, no extra gear, nothing. They got lost, turned around, had to, you know, survive for a week. God bless that They're okay. And they were found. Um, but we, we see more and more and more of search and rescue and people getting, having accidents on, on the Appalachian Trail, more and more. And I'm just, I'm, I'm curious, curious to know why. Why, you know, what's the motive from going out there? I, I listened to another podcast this morning. Um, you know, uh, they're both big YouTubers. They have a lot of followers on YouTube. They've been backpacking for a year, a year. And now they're going to give backpacking advice. And it's going to be all about gear, 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 gear. Well, people forget, you know, we've done this podcast before, that your most important piece of gear, if I said this once, I'll say it a billion times in my life, the most important piece of gear is your attitude and your body. That's the gear you got to carry, folks. That's the gear, you know. I mean, what good is it to practice lightweight backpacking if you're 40 pounds overweight? You know, what, what's what's that point? What's the point of, of, of looking at gear all year, watching videos about gear, watching everyone else's backpacking experience, if, you know, you haven't at least given yourself a better than average chance to, you know, start hiking and start maybe getting in shape and, and start doing the things that, you need to do to mentally prepare, you know, to physically prepare. You know, it, it would it it really makes me mad and it makes me sad when people invest thousands of dollars in gear. They invest and not only the money, it's the time. You invest a year's worth of your time watching everybody else's videos, and you get out there and in the first 30 miles you quit because wow, you didn't think it was that hard. What? You know, where are these, I mean, I, I want to watch these videos that are glamorizing to the point where, you know, there's, uh, you know, rainbow, rainbows and unicorns on the trail. I haven't seen any of those yet. <laughs> well, I think. It's usually that... I see fog and I, I don't even see a view. That's usually my most glamorous point on the trail. Perhaps the unicorns and uh, uh, rainbows are coming directly out of the fog. Who knows? But I, I think there's this. This element of trying to figure out, 
are we going out because we truly have a, a passion and a yearning and desire to do the hard to get to that reward? Or are we so drawn in by, by the highlighted moments of, of people's social media, whether it's YouTube, whether it's the, the, the vision of all the grandeur and all the beauty that you get to see? Are we so drawn into that that that's what we're trying to experience without the true passion behind it? Because there's, there is a physical element here at the end of the day, and you need to be able to develop that. You can't just, you can just up and go. No, A plus for getting up and going. A plus. But the reality. It makes it harder. The reality of it is this, is that um, it, backpacking is hard, <laughs> you know, and there are no shortcuts. There are just no shortcuts. And so um, that's great. You want to, uh, you know, be a YouTuber. That's, that's, that's awesome. Um, I, could, I could probably make 10 videos about backpacking and tell you everything you need to know about it. That's it. After that, it becomes redundant, redundant, redundant. And, you know, I think that whole uh, gig has been done about 100 times over. It, it now becomes the point where, you know... Um, you're you're just talking about well here's the gear that I pack in my pack because now you're a YouTube celebrity and everyone wants to know the gear that you're doing why because you're a YouTube celebrity that doesn't make anybody any smarter doesn't make anybody more experienced it just makes them more popular you know and I you know when I was in high school you know I didn't really hang out with the popular kids and now all those popular kids are wishing that maybe they had done different things in their life. But um, I think, you know, I, I guess the point of this whole podcast is that be careful where you get your information from and, 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 and check, uh, check sources, check resources, and do your own testing of gear to make sure. I mean, you've heard us say this a thousand times. You know, we're not really saying anything, I guess, new in this podcast other than, um, you know, we're concerned that we see all these search and rescues going on. And it really, um, I think, I, I think I got angry this, you know, the last couple of weeks with this person, um, you know, having difficulty and passing away on the trail on the approach trail. And I'm seeing it more and more and more and more and more and more and more as social media is becoming um, uh, more of a, a resource. And, and, you know, some of the questions that I see now on some of the Facebook groups, um, I mean, it's readily available just to go and do your own research. Like the question is like, well, what's the elevation gain on this part, part of the trail? Well, I don't know, buy the AT guidebook. It tells you right there in black and white, you know? So you're going to ask that question and someone's going to say, oh, it's not that bad. You know, okay, great. And then they go out there because they heard it's not that bad. And then they realize, oh, this is bad. Well, they're they're not educated. They're not prepared because... They're not even the, doing the research. Right. I, there is a clear romance behind social media um, and the effects that it has on our education. You know, we, we asked the question earlier, is social media making the trail safer or more dangerous? And one aspect, it... It offers 
endless amounts of visual information. It offers data. It offers, you know, it offers a plethora of information and education, but it's very one-sided. It's very non-factual. It's, it's very based out of somebody's expertise or lack of expertise. So to, to look at the information from a very factual standpoint, the reality of this, the, the, the data, just the straight up data and the information, knowing your abilities, that's kind of where the, the line, the rubber meets the road, you could say, with, with the romance and the glamour aspects of social media, bringing the education forward versus the in-depth knowledge of what the trails are, the elevation gain and loss, the terrain, um, you know, how many miles are you trekking and what is what is the terrain like? What is the elevation gain loss in that in that amount of miles? Because those are those are that's very different. Um, you know, increasing mileage. I'm sorry, increasing elevation two thousand feet within a lower amount of mileage versus over a long period of time. That's really going to change. It's going to change your hike. It's well, going to change what your physical abilities need to be prepared for. Yeah, and I, I think the the I think the fact that people aren't doing that uh, in depth research anymore um, concerns me. Um, you know, less and less people know how to read a topography map, which, by the way, really helps you learn elevation gain and loss. Um, but I I think it it's more than that. I think the I think there's a large part now that looks at um, fame and fortune, and you know um, I I used to make backpacking videos, um, you know, and I I found it that it was going to be I I found myself getting into the um, in into Am I making videos to help people or am I making videos to make money? Um, and you're not going to get rich making a YouTube video by any stretch of the imagination. No. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, th I think if you want to be honest with yourself and sincere that, you know, you're out there and... and you know, give I'll give a perfect example of this, and again, I I'm not mentioning any names, but you know, uh, this person a year ago, you know, started the whole cold soaking thing, you know, cold soak, cold soaking is the way to go. This is why I do it, and then a year later, he goes, you know, puts on another video why I don't cold soak anymore. So, you know, <laughs> we went through a whole year of explaining why cold soaking sucks, um, but. You know, I, I so you be careful. You know, I, I think um, I, we want everybody to be safe out there and go out and, and, and go do it and get out there and, and, you know, hike your hike and 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 do what you do. But at the same time, um, you got to have common sense about, you know, what you're about to embark in. And it's not about the gear. Who care? Who gives a crap? about the gear that that's that's such a secondary thing 
Why do you have gear? It, basically, you need shelter so you don't get rained on. If you don't care about being cold and wet, don't bring a tent. You know, that's the only reason why you bring a tent. You don't want to be cold. You don't want to be rained on. You don't want to be wet. You bring extra clothes so you don't get hypothermia. You know, you bring a sleeping bag so you're warm. You bring a sleeping pad because the ground is cold and you don't want to sleep in the dirt. Other than that, it's about, you know, you having the mental ability to keep going and your body's ability to say, hey, man, I'm ready to go today. Let's do this. I'm, I'm gung-ho. I'm excited, not, oh, dear God, please don't climb up that hill. Or Well, your you know, physical and mental are very much connected. Absolutely. And it makes a big difference. To be physically ready means that you're more mentally ready. So if you're going to get ready for a hike, especially, I mean, we're right on the cusp of, um, you know, long distance and through hiking season here in Georgia, um, you know, um, please, please. You know, get, go go out and, and, and hit the trail every day and, and go do some trail running. Go put a backpack on and, and hit the trail. I mean, I, I would say no less than 30 days before your through hike as much as you can to get out there. Um, you know, you know what what I did before I made, before I decided to through hike on, on on my Appalachian Trail hike in 2003 before I did even made that decision and I mean and by the way there wasn't a, there wasn't YouTube out there you know I had it was on I had to read everything I had to live vicariously through everybody I, by by reading trail journals that was the only website out there trail journals now did i obsess about it yeah man i stayed until up until about two o'clock in the morning reading trail journals but i had to imagine their hike i couldn't watch it and there was no affiliate links so you know there was no one selling their their trip or the glamour there, there, there was nothing to be gained by by that and um, so I, I did, I hiked through the Smoky Mountain National Park and I said, if I liked it and it was good and I, you know, everything was good, then I would make a decision to through hike. And that was my field test. That was the test I did. Was it hard? Yeah. Yeah, it was hard. You know, I didn't have great weather, you know, it, it, it wasn't, I mean, I had fun. I had a good time. I was packed like a sardine in one of the shelters. I think Spence Field Shelter, I was like, you know, it was like a sardine fest in there. But even even that, it was hard. I did hard work. I did, and you know, I mean, I had, what, 2003 gear. So I, I think the benchmark was is that, you know, you have to know how hard it is before you get out there and realize it's hard. You know, I think the preparation work is go test yourself and make it difficult for yourself in small amounts to, to get your body ready. You know, your body has to go through a training stage so it knows what you're doing. It, it really, that's why everyone's food bag is so heavy. That's why, you know, people's packs are heavy. And then they get to, you know, Damascus on trail days and they're like, well, you know, I, yeah, I'd like to spend another thousand dollars on like the gear I need now, you know, <laughs> and the gear I like, you know, screw this, you know, I could bring a knapsack and probably hike the trail. <laughs> so I think, I think there's a learning curve in, in all that stuff. And I would just ask people, check to see where you're getting the information from. And don't rely just on anybody. You know, there's some really, um, there, there's some great 
information out there. You know, you want good information, go to Backpacking Light, you know, um, go check them out. Go up to uh, Philip Werner and sectionhiker.com and go check out his resources. You know, um, go to people that um, have been backpacking for a long time and years and, and do this for a living. And, 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 you know, so you get a really good resource. You know, Ariana and I, we're very blunt and honest and truthful about how hard going out into the wilderness is and going backpacking. We love it. I mean, it, it's our life. But but there's a lot of realities to it, and I would I would be I would be lying to you if I said every time I've gone out there has been like this beautiful, wonderful you know YouTube video experience because it hasn't. Sometimes it sucks. Sometimes it you know even I have a hard time you know climbing up a hill or going down a mountain or or sometimes I'm like God you know what the heck. So that's the real reality of it. Um, but get get information from good sources. And don't just rely on someone saying, oh, yeah, that, that mountain's not that hard. Go look it up. <laughs> you know, go make sure it's not that hard. And then go out there and climb it. And so next time, next time when you go out there, you know, yeah, you know what? This was a bitch of a mountain last time. And they told me it was easy. But it's not easy for me. And that's the thing you have to know. What's, what, what, what one video is to one person is not going to be your experience. I promise you that guarantee it yeah and i and and it's and it's important that you like all of all of what you said it's important to really prepare you yourself physically because the physical directly connects to the mental and the mental is what's going to get you over those hurdles yeah absolutely it's not going to be your uh you know two thousand dollar uh you know, piece of gear, and it's not going to be your Z Pack. It's not going to be your Hyperlight. It's not going to be your. I love. I, <laughs> I know. We I love, love the Hyperlight. Hyper we do. We love that. We love that backpack. It but certainly it, does help. It does help, <laughs> but it's not going to be that. It's it's not going to be the gear. I promise you. Because it no, still feels heavy. There's no magic gear out there that's going to keep you on the trail. Um, it, it just it just won't. Um, but uh, you know, it's. Um, you know, just be safe out there and know what you're doing and um, and let the trail teach you slowly. You, you don't have to conquer the whole thing right away, um, but slowly get out there and, and, and uh, don't get caught up. Please don't get caught up in the whole, um, you know, the whole social media thing. Um, it's, uh, I think there's a lot of good that social media does for sure. Um, it definitely helps with search and rescue. That's for sure. Um, there's about 150 hikers and backpackers that went out and looked uh, for the gentleman that lost his life um, uh, a couple weeks ago. And that's the good thing about social media. You know, search and rescue never would have been able to have that resource without social media. And so that's the good part of what social media can do to help um, look for um, missing hikers and people that haven't returned and, and what, what have you. Um, but the bad the part connection. of it, too, is that, you know, everyone has an opinion and not all opinions are right. <laughs> so, you know. Um, I would say not all <laughs> an opinion is opinion after after all, but not all opinions are taking into account all the factors that you yourself have that nobody else can relate to. Yeah, I, I, I think that I think that's uh, I think that's very correct. Uh, 
assessment. So anyway, um, Ariane, uh, this is a shorter podcast, so we can kind of keep our uh, voices to a minimum. <laughs> keep our um, rant and rave. <laughs> uh, again, this is the Raspy Podcast. <laughs> Um, trust the trail after dark. But anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. We really appreciate that. Again, we're going to post this uh, on our Facebook group uh, page uh, for everybody to kind of weigh in. Were we right? Were we wrong? Uh, do we, you know, what do you guys think? How do you feel about it? We'd love to hear your opinion on that. In the meantime, if you enjoy the podcast, please post a comment on Apple Podcasts. Help spread a word about our podcast and any of your other Favorite podcatchers, if you can post a review on them too, that really helps us quite a bit. Uh, shout out to our lovely and amazing Facebook members, and of course our Patreons who help support our podcast, especially Ted Jones and Dave Boyer. Dave, thank you for the email. I really appreciate it. I'm sorry I missed you too. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, and so this podcast is uh, dedicated to Ted and uh, Dave, who certainly are um, are helping support the podcast. Um, and of course, a huge other thank you to John Phillips, Rick, Jerry, uh, Jerry, uh, Shirley Nutt, Jerry, Suzanne Johnson, Brad Wolf, Helene, Mike Pellet, Jacqueline, Danny Bowen, Jack Masters, Amy Tappendorf, Jeff Nyman, Kathy Kinnison, Bob Besser, and Matthew Creecroft. Patreon, by the way, it's a secure platform that lets you support your favorite podcast. All you need to do is create an account and go to Trust the Trail Podcast. And as little as $2 a month, get special benefits for exclusive content. Don't forget um, to go to thebackpackerstore.com. Thebackpackerstore.com starts gear at 30% off. That website is for you guys. The power of that website is in the search. So just put your piece of gear that you're looking at and compare prices, and then go to see if that piece of gear is right for you. That's another way to support Trust the Trail podcast by going to the Backpacker Store. Our podcasts are available on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all the big ones, all of your favorite podcatchers. If we're not on that one, please let us know, and we'll get on that one for you. You can also follow us on Instagram, Trust the Trail, and Trust the Trail Facebook page. Be safe. Do your due diligence. Do your homework. If you're going to go hike the trail, make sure your body knows what you're going to do before you do it. That's the key. Do a little mental prep. Remember, that trail will give you everything that you need. So Trust the trail, you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.